You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals, where we live tweet every single Royals game. So follow along over there at Locked On Royals. On today's show, we're going to dive into last night's game against the Tampa Bay Rays. There's a lot to get to. So let's first start out with the fact that they lost 14-7. to uh, Look, I, I don't care about the losses. I, I don't. I, I said on Sunday, and I'll say it again, that the losses this, this series do not matter. Uh, that if you get swept by Tampa Bay, so be it. This is a really good team. Do not let their record deceive you. Do not let the, the fact that they lost to the Rangers deceive you. This is a really good team. However, this has not been a good stretch of baseball. Uh, this has not been losing to the Rays because... They're better than the, than the Royals. It's been losing the race because you're playing bad baseball. And that's been the disheartening part. It, it's the fact that the Royals right now look like the bad news bears, look like a incompetent team. You have Whit Merrifield, who's talked a big game. All right. And if you want to talk a big game, you cannot make fundamental mistakes the way that he has. Whit Merrifield's talked a huge game about winning, about being the leader about this, about that. And when you cannot feel the ground ball, that all kind of goes the way of the dodo bird when we talk that way. You've got to be accountable. He has been a bit accountable, especially this afternoon in the media press conferences. But saying and acting are two different things. You've got to become a better fielder if you're Webb Airfield because it's inexcusable. The amount of double play balls that he's blown in the last two days and the fact that he can't make a throw to first and he can't just simply make a smart play, like, for example, in that shift where he's flipping it to Nicky Lopez, who's 20 feet away from the bag and has no chance of getting even the singular out, much less turning two, when he could have just thrown over to first base. I get it's the it's everything about what Merrifield's game defensively that has been atrocious. Not just Witt. Everyone out there has been bad defensively. Carlos Santana can't catch a damn pop fly. You can't catch a pop fly. You can't get a grounder. You can't turn a double play. Your your pitchers are better at turning double plays than your second baseman is right now. I mean, you've had more one six three double plays than you have had four six three double plays because your second baseman is just atrocious right now, which is not something I thought would happen with what Merrifield. Therefore, I think it's a blip in the radar. I think that this is going to be a defensive slump that we remember in three months, but is not something that's that's coming up constantly, right? It's not something that's biting the, the Royals constantly. At least we hope. Because defenses can slump, and you can talk about the weather, you can have all the excuses you want to have, but it's been bad. The defense has been awful. And when you construct the team, right, and your priority has been defense, and you're not playing defense very well, and you're also not hitting very well, well, then what are we doing here? It's one thing to have three errors, two errors, four errors, whenever you're sacrificing fielding for hitting. When you're, when you're not sacrificing fielding for hitting and you're not getting the hits either, uh, that's a bad luck. That's a bad 
That's a bad game of baseball. It is disheartening to see you know, this this team, and, and all runs last night were earned, even though they shouldn't have been, in my opinion. I mean, the earned run stat's kind of trickier sometimes. You know, if what Merrifield makes a simple backhand, then it's a double play, and Keller's out of that first inning. In that first inning, uh, the race saw a run come across. So that's one run that would not have happened. Second inning, uh, things out of the way, but still defense was, not, was rough and, and was not there. The, the defense has to be fixed. And I don't care if you win tonight. I don't care if you lose tonight on, on, on Wednesday. What you have to have happen, though, is you have to clean it up. You have to execute better. You have to play better. Because, to me, what you're looking for is a confidence boost heading into the weekend. There has not been very many first-place teams in April that celebrate the way Kansas City celebrated. That's talked about being in first place the way Kansas City's talked about being in first place. That's perfectly fine. If you want to talk the talk, you want to be Josh Stalmont saying, hey, give us one more month, we'll make you believers. If you want to be, uh, you know, Mike Matheny and these other, you know, Brad Keller, thing, Duffy, be out here saying, hey, we've got to celebrate more and celebrate better, and we're going to go buy all these props and buy all these celebration kits, that's perfectly fine. You can do all of that, and, and it makes baseball more fun. But you have to back it up, though. You have to back it up. And so this stretch, this weekend against Detroit, you have to win three of four, if not all four, against Detroit. And you absolutely have to win both of the games against Pittsburgh. This is going to be a huge end of the month to define this season, and you do not want to walk into it playing sloppy baseball. Again, as I said Sunday, I don't care about wins and losses. I don't care if you get swept. I don't care what happens today. I don't care if you lose, whatever. But you cannot have the bad defense. You cannot have the poor execution with runs in scoring position. You, you cannot have those two things. You need to get right this game, even if you lose. So find a way to play better baseball entering the weekend is all that I ask of, of this team on Wednesday. And here we go again. They've lost their first series of the year, but here we go again. They've met all my expectations. I mean, I, I said, hey, just you can lose all three, lose two of three. I don't really care. They've done that this this series, so they're still on pace for what I expected them to do. But I worry that if you come out again today, your defense is terrible and your hitting with runs and scoring position is terrible, that it could spiral into a really tough stretch. And this is not the time to have that tough stretch because these are the games you're supposed to be piling up in your favor. If you're having a bad stretch this week and then you enter the weekend series with Chicago, well, it doesn't really matter that much because if you lose those games at Chicago, you're going to lose them anyway for the most part, right? You're going to be underdogs for the most part anyway. So it doesn't really matter what happens in Chicago. But you're going to Detroit, and Detroit has to be a win every time you face them. Detroit has to be the team that you beat up on. Detroit has to be the team that you exert your dominance on. And if you go into that game with the bad taste in your mouth and you start pressing and start doing too much and start playing bad baseball, well, then you have a problem on your hands. Then you're losing games you should win. Then you fall behind in the projections, right? Because this weekend, this is the this is the tallest order for me. I, you need three of four, not a split, not a lost series. You need three of four. That's a tough order, but it has to get done. It absolutely has to get done. But the defense has been tough to watch, and you can blame weather, you can blame whatever you want to blame. I think it's going to be nothing in the long run, right? I think that we'll look back on this and kind of laugh a bit. But when you factor that in, it's been tough. And your bottom of the lineup last night came up big. The, the bottom of the lineup really helped out this team, and you got better results from Witt and Carlos Santana. And I really think that Soler is on the brink of just breaking out of this slump, and he's put he's seeing the ball well, he's hitting the ball well, just kind of getting unlucky a bit. This lineup still has that potential, this lineup has shown you enough to get excited about. I mean, nine hits yesterday. It's shown you enough, and you're going to Detroit. You should get right against Detroit's pitching staff. You should get right, should win a lot of games, should score a lot of runs. 
I'm interested in the I'm interested in the defense, but the fielding has to be better. I'm somebody who believed in Witt as a second baseman. I still do, but this is absolutely a cause for concern and a area where you keep an eye out on it, right? You keep an eye on it of monitoring the situation. Because as we inch closer to the end of the month and the manipulation of service time kind of goes away and you're able to call a guy up without risking anything, as we inch closer to that, to that point and we're past that point, I mean, defensively and offensively, you'd be a lot better off if you had Witt going back to right and you platoon Dozier and Alberto, Nicky Lopez at short, Bobby Witt Jr. at second, or vice versa, Witt Jr. at short, and having Lopez go back to second, either way you want to slice it, you're a lot better defensively and offensively at that point. And it's hard to make the argument against that. And I think that this weekend will go a long way in defining that. Because if you rattle off four wins in Detroit and two wins in Pittsburgh to add to your nine total wins already, you're in the thick of things at that point. You're a playoff caliber team at that point. And you make the improvements and the adjustments that need to be made to get to that point, which includes calling up one of your best prospects that you've had in a long time. It's interesting. Don't worry about this loss to to Tampa Bay the last couple nights. Worry about the defense. And I still think this defense will will be better. I think that Witt's a better defender than he's shown. I think that Santana's a better defender than, than he's shown. All in all, it'll even itself out in the long run. But it is hard to swallow whenever you have a game in the first game of the series where if you take out the unearned runs, it's a one-to-one ball game. And then in this game, even though they don't go down as unearned runs, there were a lot to do with the defense behind the pitchers more so than the pitchers themselves. But Brad Keller does not get out of here scot-free either as we pile on with Merrifield. We'll talk about Brad Keller and this lineup coming up. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar. It tastes just like a candy bar, folks. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15. 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. They have six brand new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. They are awesome, folks. BuiltBar.com. And guess what? Remember the Built Bar March Madness where we crown the best Built Bar flavor? Well, we crown the co- coconut brownie chunk flavor. And guess what? Coconut brownie chunk is now back in stock at BuiltBar.com. So you can try that out today at BuiltBar.com. When you go to their website, you can use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Try them out today. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream option at BuiltBar.com. They are soft and easy to chew with 100% real chocolate on the outside. The Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet, and they're great to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. So once again, BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15 gets you 15% off your next order. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15, 15% off your next order. We are back on Locked On Royals on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. And guess what? Check out the Locked On NFL Draft coverage. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get instant and insight analysis from the Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's regional experts. Subscribe to Locked On NFL YouTube page and watch live all three days. The coverage of the NFL Draft begins April 29th through May 1st. So guess what? Instead of watching 
any of those other outlets that cover the draft, watch our outlet, Locked On NFL, and they're going to have you up to date on every single pick all three days. And the Chiefs draft coming up for all you Chiefs fans out there, you can listen to Locked On Chiefs for all that information for specifically the Chiefs. They'll be on that podcast. They'll be on that live show all three days talking about the moves Brett Beach is making. It's a very big draft. It, it, the draft from now on in Kansas City is very big to, to build this team around. So make sure you lock it in with Locked On NFL Draft. I love the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Go check them out. Locked On Chiefs. Let's talk more about this game for Kansas City. Brad Keller does not look good. I mean, he, he goes 1.2 innings in this one. He has a ton of command issues. The slider is just not at all there anymore. The slider was so effective for him last year, which helped him be effective last year. And this year, it's been awful. And that's really hurt his repertoire and really hurt his ability to get outs. He's been bad. The defense behind him was bad last night. He was also bad, though. And the command issues are a big deal. The command issues are the difference in him being that top one, two guy in your rotation and being a fringe five guy in your rotation. His command issues are rough and they need to be figured out sooner rather than later. And he'll be going in this Detroit series, which is a, a pivotal series for, for Kansas City. But it's safe to say that really nothing worked out for Kansas City except, you know, Tyler Zuber was awesome again in this one. Two strikeouts, one inning pitched, one uh, hit given up. No walks. Zuber was was absolutely incredible. Barlow goes one, two, three in his inning of work. And then Holland gets knocked around a lot in this one. And Holland has taken a step back dramatically for me. And Hansel Alberto even gets the pitch in this one and records one out for Hansel Alberto. But Zuber, Barlow, those are two standouts. I think that Zimmer got the, the bad luck defense, of course. I think that Zimmer is more, I'm still confident in Zimmer more so than his stat line indicates. Santana was just knocked around to smithereens. In this game, I, he only gives up two runs out of it, but they were hitting him hard. They were seeing him well. I think that Santana's days are numbered, and Jake Newberry is just not an MLB pitcher. He's not. He's a bad, bad, bad pitcher. He comes in with the bases loaded and instantly walks two guys. He's bad. DFA him immediately. He's not a quality MLB guy. He's not even able to, to get out of mop-up duty correctly. He only goes 1.1 innings because the offense kind of sparked a little bit, so you want to get him out of there in case you could come back in this one. Uh, but, again, the, the two walks with the bases loaded are inexcusable. Inexcusable. He was atrocious. And he walks a guy who hasn't hit a lick in his in, in his MLB career. Uh, Yoshi, the, the, the Rays big bat that they got from, I believe, uh, overseas in Japan. They got him last year. Uh, he's been awful in the big leagues, just, just horrendous. And yet... He is walking, and he's batting below 200, and he's not a good hitter and never has been in the big leagues, and you're walking him with the bases loaded. An egregious mistake by Jake Newberry, who has never been good in the big leagues, has never pitched well in the big leagues. I'm not sure what Matheny loves about this guy or what the, the Royals see in this guy. He's 26 years old. He's not going to be good. He'll never be good. He's not a good pitcher at all. I'm not sure what's happening there w- with him, and, and there's a lot of other quality arms that deserve uh, his spot, but... They don't get it. We'll see what happens whenever he'll be sent down. It is a long season, so you might as well wear out his arm in these kind of games and then call up your, your better arms later on in the year. Maybe that's the play that Kansas City's working with right now, but it's it's tough to watch him pitch whenever he gets in the games. The bright spot, though, is I, I think that your lineup played better today, and, and, and your lineup was better in the big spots, right? In, in the spots where you had runs in scoring position, your lineup was better. I mean, they got the timely hits a, a lot better than they had been. Santana goes two for four. Witt goes two for five with an RBI. Santana has two RBIs in this one, or I should say three RBIs in this one. Perez dips down a bit, 0 for four in this one, 
but he did get a, a big walk, had a strikeout in this one. Solaire, again, even though he's one for four, he's seen it better. He looks better. I'm excited to see what he can do. Alberto one for four, but the bottom of your order really came through for you. I mean, Benatendi had a massive walk. Michael a, Michael a. Taylor had a big hit and a big walk. Nicky Lopez is all of a sudden one of your best hitters for the time being. He's two for four with two runs scored, two RBIs. Uh, he was really good in the field and at the plate. Your lineup played better, and your, and your lineup is starting to cook a little bit more, and you want to see that progress throughout uh, the rest of this series you know, tonight and then into Detroit and really just take off in Detroit. Detroit should be a, a Texas-like series where everything's clicking offensively, and you're hoping the pitching staff does better in Detroit. And that'll be a fun one to preview because it will mean so much to this season. The off day tomorrow will really help this bullpen. It's kind of been worn out a bit to start this season by Mike Matheny. I'm interested to see this weekend series more so than today's game. But for today's game, a lot of important things to watch for. Uh, Kyle Isbell's back in the lineup, which is a lot of fun and, and something that we've been waiting on because they've been playing so many lefties in a row that he's not been in the lineup recently. I want to see how he bounces back. The lineup in general is Whit Merrifield, Carlos Santana, Salvador Perez, Jorge Soler, Hunter Dozier, Benatendi, who got way bumped down this lineup, obviously. Michael A. Taylor, Kyle Isbell, Nicky Lopez. Fun lineup, and he should be able to execute. We'll see how Jacob Junis does because I don't think Jacob Junis is like locked in that five spot, and I don't think he ever will lock in that five spot because you just have this such a priority and focus on developing young pitchers and developing Chris Bubich, developing Daniel Lynch, that every single time Junis steps on the mound, he is fighting to stay in that rotation. And that pressure can go one of two ways. And so far, it's gone the way of producing diamonds for you. It's gone the way of producing a quality start every single time out. It can also get to you and have you unravel a bit. And so seeing the way that Junis goes in this one against this nice raise lineup will be fascinating to me. I like what Junis has done so far this year. I like what Junis has done uh, as a starter this year. But as far as like locking him into the fifth spot, it's kind of irrational to do that because we know that that if anyone's expendable, they're not going to bump out Duffy. They love Duffy too much. They're probably not going to knock out Mike Miner. So whenever they do need to call up Bubich or do need to call up Daniel Lynch, Junis is the one to go. And Junis has been really good in the bullpen role as well. So we'll see what his starts can do because every single start, he's now fighting for that job. Uh, and Michael Waka, like it's 2007, will be back on the bump today for Tampa Bay. He had a good start against uh, the Yankees, I believe. We'll see how he does. He's having, He has a 420 ERA. Junis has a 150 ERA right now. Michael Waka's 1-1. One one. Junis is 1-0. and oh. We'll see what gives today in Kaufman against the Rays. Coming up. We'll talk more about today's game and also the keys to victory. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at betonline.ag. Football might be over, but that does not mean you stop betting on football because you can also bet on the NFL draft. The NBA, though, MLB, NHL are all in full swing. You can bet on every single game in those sports. But online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time, updated odds, and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for the news, the scores, the odds. It's the best way to place your bets. It's free to sign up. So head over to their website or use your mobile device this time today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. Again, go to betonline.ag. Use our promo code LOCKEDON. When you do, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. BetOnline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You do not want to miss out on betting on all these games. I bet on every single Rose game, Thunder game. I use it myself. I love it. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag gets you all that you need to know betting-wise. And you can, again, bet on prop bets in the NFL draft. You can bet on everything. So go check it out. Look around. See which one to bet on, which one to use. BetOnline.ag. 
And if you go there, put on today, G, put in our promo code locked on, you receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. I want to tell you right now, but good friends over to locked on NFL mock draft folks. It is now time to go check out the ultimate mock draft 2021 presented by the locked on podcast network and odyssey. It's happening right now, featuring analysis from the NFL experts like Michael Irvin, Jason Lockenfora, Brian Baldinger, and our local experts for every single team making trades, making picks of the stars of tomorrow with their next team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. That is a great tool to get up to date. If you want to watch the draft next week and you want to kind of be in the know of what's happening, that's a great tool to use. The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by the Lockdown Podcast Network and Odyssey. Uh, now let's get into more of today's game. I'm, I'm so fascinated in Junis, but again, today's game for me is not about wins and losses. It's not about if they can salvage and, and stave off the sweep or if they win the game by 20,000 runs. For me, it's about the quality of baseball. It's about the competitiveness of the baseball game. It's about those factors more so than anything else. And I want to see how they play defense, how they're on the bases, how they pitch, how they hit with runners in scoring position. I want to see all of that more so than the scoreboard. So we'll watch for that. We'll recap it all tomorrow on tomorrow's show. Until then, be good and be good to one another. Hey, 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 hey. Join us, this is the place you want to be. We're where you want.